The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This is Gutter Skypes, episode 12. And it continues the story our Game Master and characters have been creating in the game Starblazer Adventures. This was actual play session number three. And just so I remain thorough and consistent, I'll include here who is on the recording. The GM is the very busy but very patient Mark Kinney. The character of Ivan Archangel is played by Andros. The character of Tank Rondar is played by Blind Geek. You'll often hear him referred to throughout these episodes as Eric. And the character of Montab Comet is played by me, Adam Five. In this installment, our heroes and their corporate VIPs actually do make it to the Mystic Net. And major dangers present themselves along with major revelations about the rubble. After this episode, there will be one more remaining in the Starblazer Adventure storyline thus far. Episode 13 of the Gutter Skypes will be the conclusion of this game, but we will move on to other games after that. I don't foresee any significant gaps just yet in the steady release of Gutter Skypes fun. Now, I'm going to read an email here from a listener very quickly, and I do this because... I was too foolish and absent-minded to present it to the other gutter skypes during our last game session. And so rather than wait, I'm going to read it myself. It is from Jason, and it reads, Hey there, guys. Greetings from Austin, Texas. I figured I would drop you a note and let you know how much I enjoy the gutter skypes podcasts. I found you through either Dragon's Landing or the Game Master Show. I honestly can't remember which one now. It was a while ago. I really liked listening to the Satsi series and the Spirit of the Season series that you did, and have enjoyed the Starblazer series so far. As far as RPGs go, I've been playing off and on for 26 years. Funny thing is, I've only ever played D&D in its various incarnations. In fact, my first set was when TSR ran out of dice and had to include number chits instead of dice in their basic set. Spirit of the Century, or rather any fate-based games, has seriously struck a chord with me. I particularly like the way you are able to play a fairly rules-light system over Skype and make it work. I've been extremely hesitant to play any play-by-post or Vox games because I honestly couldn't noodle in my head out how to make it work or even be close to fun. The fate system is perfect for this type of play. I am inspired to try and set up a system to run a game in a similar manner. Also, I really dig the pulp manner of Spirit of the Century. Listening to you makes me want to go back and rewatch some modern pulp movies such as The Mummy series, Indiana Jones, or even King Solomon's Mines. Anyway, kudos and please keep doing what you're doing. There are a few of us out there that really enjoy listening to the podcasts on the way to and from work. Thank you very much, Jason. Very glad to hear from you. 
I hope many other listeners to this follow your example and not only write into the podcast here, but try out the Fate system or other game systems that will work well over a Skype conference. It really does make for some fun gameplay. And speaking of that, let's get to the recording of our third Star Blazer session and find out what happens at the Mystic Net. Sorry, yeah, I think sorry I about that. To, I tried to hook up with you too soon. I don't think I let you gave you time to get your coat off before I started ringing the phone there. <laughs> um, okie doke. Cool, yeah. Yes, we had so, a girl yeah. with a British accent telling us you weren't available. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It was nice. It was yeah. pleasant. But, uh, whatever. You may find it. Hopefully, yeah. it's not leaving a message that's going to be as long as this game session. Mm. <laughs> it, opened, it opened up your voicemail and it said, "Leave a message," and I haven't heard a close up yet. I have voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? That's you... news to me because I didn't. I didn't get any add-ons for this, so as far <laughs> as I know, I shouldn't have voicemail. I shouldn't laugh. I have no idea how this stuff works. Um, are you sure you didn't didn't uh, click on the wrong icon? No, it uh, was it was, uh, it was all games considered. Okay. I'm just making I, some poor fool sit, sitting there going, why do I have a huge three hour message in my? <laughs> However, they might enjoy it, and we might get a new listener to the gutter Skype, so it all might work for the good. You know, Hello, stranger, enjoy the show. That's Uncut. right. <laughs> Direct to your <laughs> well, email box. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully Skype does something sensible like time it out after a minute or so, like a a, a sensible voicemail system would. But you never oh, know. So. What, what fun would that be? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get my stuff out of here. Uh, where was everybody as far as fade points last time, just so I know? I thought we refreshed. Uh, oh yeah, but uh, did, did did any of you have more than your base refresh? Base refresh was five, or it depended on how many stunts we had, right? Um, I had seven right. at the end of last session. Okay. I don't believe I had any extra. I can't recall, but I don't think I did. Okay. No, that's right. I I I I'm back down to whatever the base is supposed to be because I did well. I did get an extra. I used it to help get away from uh, the, the dragon puppy. Yeah, <laughs> the coveted dragon puppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you should have five then. Alrighty. Yeah, I realized after the fact that I was, I was, uh, what do you call that? Projecting into the game because a little, uh, about a week ago or so, my wife and I were out for a walk and there was this really, we this chocolate lab came bounding out from just, he, he, we don't know where he came from. He was this big, big chocolate lab and very friendly. Uh -huh. You know how you're supposed to 
hold your hand out so they can sniff it and make sure that you're somebody they want to hang out with. He wasn't giving us a chance to. He was like, hey, how you doing? And it was really cool. And uh, <laughs> he ended up following us on our walk, and we were, and he didn't have a collar on or anything, and so we were worried that he didn't uh, have a, you know, he, that he was either lost from his home and we didn't know how we were going to figure out where he belonged. And then he went through into somebody's yard, so I'm hoping he just went home. But I think I was... I was projecting my my, <laughs> my my concern for this dog onto the dragon puppy going, oh, I can't just leave him there. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. softy. Uh, the it, it was cool overall, so. <laughs> oh, that's kind of scary. A Labrador Retriever is not a cheap animal. Mm-mm. Yeah. And with the owners nowhere in sight, that's... Uh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, and well, and my concern was he was following us across the street and didn't seem to care much because, and I mean, we live in a fairly small town, so it's not like there was that much concern about, but there are still cars, you know, yeah. and and uh, so I, I'm just I'm we haven't seen him since, so I'm I'm just putting it out there in the universe, hoping he was help that that place he ran into was his home and he was just out for an afternoon stroll because <laughs> I, I had a dog who used to do that he would get out sometimes just wander around and he knew where home was he'd come back in about sometimes a few hours but dinner time usually yeah yeah around dinner time feed me please yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> generally how i operated when i was a teenager <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah but hopefully you didn't have nearly as much fur yeah, and I looked both ways most of the time before I crossed the street. Mm. Labs are very friendly, but uh, yeah. my experience with them is they're not the bright, they're not the sharpest crayon in the box. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. It depends. I had a my guide dog was uh, pretty amazing. He could do some stuff that, uh, like, I won't go into the full story, but there was one time where we were looking for an elevator and. He, that's a command that he knew is how to find an elevator if it was close by and turned out all the doors were recessed like elevator doors and so after about the third try he finally said screw it and started walking very purposefully in a different direction so of course I followed him and when we stopped I put my foot forward to see where we'd gone and he took me to the stairs <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty damn I mean I guess you could write it off as a coincidence but it was just too weird so I choose to think of it yeah. the other way and this this is a lab? Yeah. Wow, shut my mouth. Because <laughs> the way he was walking, it was like, I mean, if it had just been a coincidence, he'd be just walking normal and then stop. But this was like, oh, I, all right, I know what he wants. Let's go. Dun, 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 dun. Damn, that's de- that's deductive <laughs> reasoning in a canine. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those guide dogs are really great. I'd heard there was like an adoption program for the dogs that don't make it all the way through the program. And they just make yeah. outstanding pets. And from what well, I hear, there's a long waiting list to even to get one of those for sure. Yeah, there is. Yeah, well, because I mean, even if they don't make the program, it's for the average pet owner. It's usually something so. The reason is something so meaningless. It doesn't really. I mean, it's not meaningless to the blind person who would be using them as a guide, but for a, for just somebody who wants to have a dog, you know, like maybe the 
they, they, one of the things they do is they shoot a cap gun off to simulate car backfires, and if the dog flinches and, or, or panics, then that's it. Even if they're doing everything else, great, um, because you can't have them panicking at a, at a car backfire. That would be bad. Um, no, nope, so, probably would have never made that. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Yeah, he, one time he got locked in the ba- in a bathroom during a thunderstorm and dug his way through the door. Oh my gosh! Holy crap! Oh. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a dog that panics. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we ready? Yeah, you've been very patiently waiting here. I'm sorry. sorry. That's that's all right. That, that that's all right. It gives me time to let a few final things fall into place here. So Good. that's what we were hoping. Ah, all right. So we're traveling. Yep. To the Mystic Net. Mystic Net. And after after those few events along the way, you arrive. Um, huge cloud of uh, disabled ships of various sizes, types, um, ages probably. You kind of get the idea that somewhere in the middle of it there's a fairly dim star, but you're not not 100% sure. There's so many ships here. Mark, you're breaking up like And there's crazy. a couple yeah. of, uh, uh, of like, like station. Yeah, we're only getting like one word out of five. <laughs> this is strange. I mean, it, it, oh, it sounds as if we're getting the entire sentence, but it's being stretched out uh, like, uh, <laughs> like, like your words are being ripped apart by a black hole. <laughs> yeah, each syllable is its own event. That may be a problem. Well, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird. That just like that just came out of nowhere. Um, mm. I don't know. Maybe it'll clear up a, a, in a bit. I'm sorry. Could you start Hopefully. again with the description? And of, I was uh, kind of weird. sure. Sure. It's uh, I it's it's like this large cloud of disabled ships, uh, various you know, ages, types, sizes, everything else. Uh, towards the center of it, you can kind of make out a point of light, like there may be a star at the middle of this thing, but otherwise it's just a huge cloud of, of ships. Uh, there are some uh, space stations at various points along the edge of it. Apparently this sort of set up as an inter- intermediary. So, what are you doing? Uh, is there an obvious like docking Area or would that just be the, would that be the closest thing? Would that be one of the space stations you just referred to? Basically, yes. Basically, yes. One of those space stations. Okay. They they knew ahead that we were coming, right? Yes. Yeah, and it was also Polk that uh, wanted the uh, Polk and the other the other fella from uh, Beta Cord that wanted uh, uh, sorry from Pan Galactic that wanted to bring this stuff out here in the first place. So maybe they have somebody they wanted to talk to. I was going to say it's their let's let's bring them out. It's their show. Um, I don't mean to take a passive role in this, being, but uh, in this instance, I think 
They wanted us to bring this here, so I think they should decide where we go. There's probably one space station in particular we're supposed to go to, so we, um, I, I don't know if they told us which one ahead of time or not. But uh, Not to my eh, memory. Eh, in any case, they should be out there. Yeah, they would probably point out one of them and say that one. So, or there, there, there would be a like beacon waiting, saying such and such ship, uh, or um, or a Sparrowhawk dock here, or something like that. So, someone holding up a sign. <laughs> yeah, Sparrowhawk. <laughs> Please land here. Um, okay, so are I'm assuming they're and. Okay, we. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna delegate. Um, Archangel, why don't you go down and and let them know that we've ar- arrived and uh, so they can be a part of this uh, party. <laughs> Will do. Okay. Get them. Um, oh, that reminds me. Uh, before I do that, um, do you want to go ahead and get the case out of your safe also? I can do Ye- that, Master Ronda. Okay. If you wish. Sure. Okay, good. good. Go to his quarters and retrieve the case with the sample in it. Good, and I'll go get All the right. other guys while he's doing that. As it turns out that you find them in the, the like, uh, galley, and they're... Mm. You no. Know, Having having a cup of 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 like of like coffee. Ah, oh, very good, very good. If you gentlemen will join me, uh, we will uh, go up to the bridge. All right. They uh, quickly finish their cups of of coffee and then follow you up. Okay, good. All right. As you gentlemen can see, there are several up, several places where we could uh, head, and I just figured since this is your uh, this is your artifact, your show, I'm just the transport. Where do you want to go? Oh, there should be a one of these stations waiting for us. We'll have they'll have some staff there to analyze the uh, the element and hopefully be able to point us to where we can find information on it. Did you make arrangements with anyone in particular? Not with anyone in particular, no, but they are expecting us. It's okay. mystic net stuff. I you know, that's I'm I admit I'm not really clear on how they work, but that's apparently what they do. Okay, because no one has uh contacted us. Uh, well, and we don't Apparently, what? Master Rondar, it's your call. Any old port in a storm, as they All say. Right. Well, we'll just pick the closest one and land. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, like I said, one of them probably has a like beacon up for your particular ship. So. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll fly around then and look for some sort of of beacon. Mm-hmm. Just going to the yeah. different stations and checking it out. My expectation yeah, I, is that the first words out of their mouth are going to be, we were expecting you, if only to maintain their image. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. After the first couple of, of like, stations, you find the one with the beacon going. Okay. Um, okay. 
It's uh, giving you docking directions and all this other. Basically, uh, while you're here, you know, stay off the grass, uh, visit our gift shop and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> wet paint in Sector 12. <laughs> wet, wet breakage in aisle 6. Okay, I, I, I go ahead and follow the directions and land where they want us to land and all that good stuff. Okay. okay. I'll have a camera bot film some background and uh, for the RR arrival in case something historic happens. We want to get it on film. All right. The uh, docking goes along pretty much without incident. Mm-hmm. Polk and Worcester go to pick up the uh, crate and are ready to head out whenever. Okay. Um, and there's no one there to meet us or anything when once we land? There's a uh, a robot of of some sort out there. Hmm. Oh, and the uh, one guy that uh, Comet knows. Really? Yes. The one that you had checked with earlier? Yes, the one who I never gave a name to. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's there. Oh, in, all, uh, in all of his nameless glory. <laughs> Good gracious, Archie. Archie Renfield, it's been ages. So good to see you. Listen, I've got, I brought along something for you to give to Angie and, and the little ones, and I hand them over the bag of uh, uh, souvenir crap that I bought at the... Uh, <laughs> that I bought at the um, Cornucopia Collective. But I see you're, you're on duty now. We, we'll, we'll save our, our reminiscences for later on. Uh, this is... Uh, this is Mr. Polk, president of Betacore, and Mr. Worcester, um, the executive in the public relations department of Pan Galactic. But of course, you know that already, gentlemen. Archie Renfield. Yes. Glad to know you. <laughs> and at at that point, the robot, in a voice that kind of sounds, how many of you have have seen Babylon Five? Oh yes. We, I haven't seen the whole series. I have seen one or two episodes. Mm. Okay, uh, you know what Kosh sounds like, right? The like Vorlon thing. The I'll have to imagine it. It's fine. Okay, it's kind of like, like the... deep. This like deep voice with this kind of weird swirling soundscape behind it. the The voice sounds kind of like that, except it seems it sounds like there's sort of a musical aspect to the background noise in this case, and it says, Greetings, welcome to the net. We have been expecting you. Please come this way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. And I smile quietly to myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will follow follow the leader. (laughs) Yeah, the, the robot kind of glides off in one direction, Polk and Worcester follow close after. Um, Renfield kind of holds, kind of hangs back with with you guys. Okay, so what's hmm. the what's the whole story here? You you want to explain it? <laughs> it's your friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great minds think alike, Adam. 
Mm. Well, Archie, how much time do you have? Uh, <laughs> quite a puzzle to be solved here. These two characters are uh, indeed characters. <coughs> the container that they're carrying should be sealed with wax uh, around the edges to indicate that it hasn't been opened since we left the asteroid fields um, in Epsilon. What's, uh, mm. what's inside the case is a material that's commonly and popularly referred to as rubble. It is a yellowish crystalline substance that they've been pulling out of the asteroids in great quantities, but they can't quite identify what it is. It, in fact, may even contain elements that are as yet undiscovered. It's almost unworkable. No one seemed to be able to decide whether it's worth anything or not, except that perhaps its rarity uh, and, and unknown qu quality sets it apart from anything else that's been found thus far. They brought the stuff here under the pretext of deciding to consult the mystics here of, uh, as to what its actual nature is, what its history is, where it came from, if it's worth anything. Or they're lying through their teeth. We can't <laughs> seem to determine it. That fellow Polk may or may not be the president of uh, Betacore Mining Corporation. I, I, you could flip a coin as to which way I feel about it. He may or may not be. I can't determine it. The fellow Worcester seems to be along for the ride, uh, not quite in on any particular plan if there is one in place, but in fact being used by the other fellow and his entire corporation uh, simply, simply as a cash cow to keep things moving along. Frankly, old fellow, I don't know whether it's a diversionary tactic or whether they're genuinely here to find something out. I think at this point you know about as much as we do. Well... Well, he matches the picture on, on his file, anyway. <coughs> well, that's Very true. interesting. Yes, but if you'd seen well, the things I have, you'd know that cloning is a distinct <laughs> <laughs> possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, any, is there anything in particular you've been able to find out since last I contacted you? Not a whole lot. I've been waiting to, for them to uh, actually arrive with the, the with the stuff before we actually moved on with that. I tried putting a few in inquiries in a, of my own, but the mystics wanted to wait until someone had gotten here with the actual stuff. So... Well, what then is their next step? That robot is obviously taking them somewhere. What are they supposed to do now? Uh, going to one of the of the uh, data banks, I believe. Mr. Renfield. Yes. Um, is would there be any objection to um, my uh, photographically documenting the proceedings? Oh, I shouldn't think so. I mean, it's not like a lot of this can be duplicated anywhere. <laughs> I, it could be a very uh, great use to your uh, PR efforts also, as many people undoubtedly have um, either no idea of what you actually do here or have mistaken ideas, and this can help, um, <laughs> I, I hesitate to say demystify the mystics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the thing is that really it's, it's, it's not really my thing. I'm really just sort of an under-glorified ambassador from Earth, if you will. Hmm. I hope to kind of smooth the way for certain inquiries, and that's about as much as I... And, and of course, watch out for various inquiries that may be of interest to Earth. Hmm. And I would be lying if I were to say that this, that Earth was not... I would be lying to say that they were not interested in what was going on with this. Just because oh. it's such an off-the-wall thing. Well, in that case, just between you and me, I think that another benefit to having um, documentation for the proceedings would be uh, to make sure that everything remains above board, just for yes, everyone's yes. protection. Okay. I would agree, yes. The uh, robot up ahead turns into a uh, a like side room, uh, a polk and Worcester follow them in. Are you yeah, are you all going along? Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. absolutely! Keeping up with the parade and staying right on their heels. <laughs> Wouldn't miss this for the world. Yeah. You know. Um, it's a large room with a platform in the in in the middle of it. Some uh, a, a large uh, kind of dish in the ceiling. Um, there's a, a system consoles all over the walls of this room. There are like four other doors out on the you know the opposite sides of each wall. And the uh, mystic just kind of looks over. Please place the element on the examination pad. At that point, you know, Worcester and Polk put it on, on, on there and start trying to get through the wax seal. Mm -hmm. Which is still firmly in place. They get it open. The robot starts messing with one of the panels and some different colored beams start coming down from the dish and the, the, the ceiling. After a, a couple of minutes, it stops. Ah, oh, yes, you will want to go to unit AA23. <laughs> the information you seek should be there. Yeah, you okay. know, I refrained from making a Docking Bay 94 <laughs> joke earlier, and <laughs> I was, well, I shouldn't have, because, oh. <laughs> You want to go to Docking Bay 94? All right, AA-23. 23. All right, um, how do we get there? Yes. You may take your own ship, or there are shuttles. I think I'll take my ship. Good idea. Um, I'll ask Archie, um, is, is this common for when people make inquiries of the Mystic Net, this sort of thing happens? <laughs> Well, not always. Most of the time it isn't about something specific like this. It's just a general advice kind of thing, and they just talk it out in one of these rooms. This is something different, and it's a matter of 
in this case, it was more of finding uh, historical data on one of the derelicts. Okay. Okay, so is Unit AA-23 one of the derelict ships, or is it um, a one of the stations? It's one of, of the derelict ships, yes. Okay. And we'll find out what this is there? Is that what I'm... Uh, am I understanding correctly? That's the implication. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. The... Yeah. the um, the robot you know, turns to you and says, the appropriate navigation data will be forwarded to your ship. Thank you. Splendid. <laughs> All righty uh, then. Yeah. Let's head back to the ship. Uh, Master Rondar, if it's all right with you, and of course, uh, Archie, if, uh, if it's within your purview, uh, would it be all right if you accompanied us? Or did you I have other duties? Well, nothing major at the moment. I could probably come along, yes. Is that all right with you, fellas? I'm kind of curious about this myself. It's fine Absolutely. with me. Excellent. Splendid. All right, so we <coughs> excuse me, head back toward the... Uh, Sparrowhawk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a close look at the faces of Polk and Worcester, primarily Polk. Okay, Polk is like, mm, okay, whatever. Worcester's a, a bit nervous, but mm-hmm. uh, he's still keeping it together so far. See, but Worcester's always nervous, so it's really hard to tell if that actually means anything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Polk is giving every indication that this whole sh- this whole thing is a charade, a sham of a mockery of a sham. But I imagine we'll find out s- soon enough. Yeah. End of aside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that's good to know. All right, so we go back to the ship. Is the robot joining us on the ship, or is it just lead us back to our ship and then go us off on? Hold on, business? just a second. Hold on, j- j- just just one second. Sure. Well, these mystics are okay so far, but we haven't gotten any free tarot decks, and we didn't get any complimentary soaps or anything yet. Not even a fortune cookie. Or or a slushy, nothing. That's true. <laughs> they did say something about the gift shop. You'd think that would be on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind well, of odd, I guess... though. I had the dif- distinct impression that it was supposed to be dangerous here. But this... It's early see... yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this actually reminds me much more of a research facility than anything else. Yeah, that's true. That or some people seem to use it as kind of a glorified, you know, fortune teller. I imagine they adapt themselves to whatever it is that's going to provide them with the most return for whatever it is they provide. Oh, I see what you mean. If someone's dumb enough to pay them to do that, they're happy to take their money. What we you said. Take, we will take you to the great and powerful Ouija. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or Ouija, I guess, technically is more accurate. Ooh. <laughs> we must consult the Parker brothers in this. <laughs> Pay no attention to that alien behind the curtain. 
<laughs> uh, sorry about that. that no problem. Sorry. And let me change this to silent and... Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, so... One thing that you do notice on your way to Unit AA-23 is that all of these derelicts are kept in place somehow. You know, there isn't any, any like random drifting around, crashing into each other, that kind of mm. thing. They each seem to be in their particular place mm. and aren't really moving in relation to each other. No visible means of keeping them moored. Correct. Okay. Hmm. The the navigation data that the Sparrowhawk has is leading you towards one of the inner layers of this arrangement. As you get deeper and you can see that the kind of point of light you saw in the middle of it is apparently a fairly bright white dwarf. Um, the only real difference with that is that it's got this kind of these kind of green overtones kind of swirling around in it. Hmm. Well, we'll get some film of the derelicts and of the star. These might make some nice green screen background sometime. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. And so I keep our ship going at a leisurely pace so he has time to photograph all the. Uh... And on our left, we have a white dwarf star. (laughs) Clearly, these mystics have some forms of technology that are unfamiliar to almost anyone else. Master Rondor, have you ever seen anything like this? Derelict ships that hold their place, hold their positions without without thrusters? I've never heard of such any any such form of station keeping. Uh, I have. It's called a tractor beam. But usually you can see where the source of the tractor beam is coming from. More smoke and mirrors for us to, for us to be impressed by, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well thought on. It's the navigation data... Sorry, Thanks, go ahead. Oh, it says it's very clean. Not what you call... You know, you'd think in a field with lots of derelicts that there would be a lot of small bits of junk floating about. But everything's rather neat, everything in its place. Any obvious, any obvious deterioration in the ships? Uh, some of them, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of them have obvious wreckage of some sort. Uh, they haven't actually been repaired uh, you know, since they've been here. They're just going to put in their, in their place and kept there. That's right. You said that they were pretty. Most of them were damaged to some degree, and before they found their way here. Correct. There's nothing um, similar about the way that the various ships that are here are damaged. Not really. It's it, it's various things. Some of them are 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 obvious battle damage. Some of it it looks to be it's it's more in internal stuff. Maybe power issues or something like like that. It, I mean, it it does vary from ship to ship. Okay, but there's not necessarily a common sort of damage. It's uh, a type of damage that's common to all the derelicts, then. Right, right. It's, okay. It's mainly it's it's mainly damage of some sort that would make it immobile and therefore unable to resist the the like pull that would would drag it here. Okay, good. That makes sense. 
And in the case of unit AA23, it's a uh, it's definitely battle damage. Uh, it's a uh, large, small moon-sized ship. Um, That's no moon. It looks like it it had yeah. You started it, like sir. It had, <laughs> yes, I know. It looks like it had four engine pods on it. Uh, one of those is definitely missing. There's a lot of burnt spots all over it. It's a, a, a large yellowish ship, uh, kind of spheroid otherwise. Wow. There, there's a large gash through part of it from where the one missing engine pod is across about half of this thing's surface. It's all blackened through there like it's been been like burned pretty good. Hmm. And there's uh, lights on portions of it, kind of each a third of the way from the the uh, gash, uh, indicating docking positions. Um, might want to ask Tank if he can run the the ship profile through the ship's computer and see if it's a of a known type. Well, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna pass the buck on. Um, and unfortunately, Anim, I can't remember your character's name. Oh, Montab. Montab. I knew it was Mon something. Or Comet. He'll answer to either. Okay. Um, Montab, uh, can you check the computer and see if the, uh, ship... Because you have the starship system skills, sir. <laughs> <laughs> with, okay. with pleasure, with pleasure, Master. Established that last week, so uh, I'm going to take advantage of it. And two from five is three. Next time okay. on Schoolhouse um, Rock. <laughs> Conjunction Junction. <laughs> I have all those on my iPod. I'm not ashamed to admit. Very mm, yes, that's a point of pride. That's pride. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, uh, um, yes, I, I I rolled a three on on running the ship profile through. Uh, All right. The thing. There is uh, there is nothing in in the current known ship records about this particular con configuration. In terms of color recognition. And uh, and saying that it's a large yellowish ship with one missing engine pod, is it uh, mm -hmm. is it of the same yellowishness as the rubble? Why, as a matter of fact. Uh huh. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see Mantab's uh, thinking along the same lines. Yes. Oh my! Well, I just uh, I just did an eardrum blowing cough. That I'm so glad there's a mute button on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very offensive. I am uh, so happy you were able to reach it. Yes. <laughs> Tank, okay, Ivan. Note the color of that ship. It's it's nearly identical to the rubble's uh, to the rubble's hue, saturation, value. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I recommend that uh, as soon as we have an opportunity, we scratch and sniff some of it when we get on board. I was just going to suggest that, so 
I think. Do you want to try, try and check to see if it shows up as being similar? I, th- I assume the ship's sensors can detect that. I wish we still had the artifact so we could do a direct comparison, but we left it at the... Uh... Did we, or didn't they just pack Actually, it right up would... again and take it with them? They would have brought it with them. Okay, good. Oh, okay, well then... Let's dig it out. <laughs> well, no worries. We'll soon be right up against the bugger, and uh, we can find out what they have to tell us. Now, you said there are gashes in it. Yes. But you also said that those were like for docking, so they're they're not really. When I think of a gash, I think of well, of something being ripped or torn. Well, there's one especially big gash in it, and the two docking positions are about a third of the way around from. The gash, so gotcha. it's not okay. on the, the gash itself. So, yeah. Okay, so it is a a so it something there is a piece missing Some, basically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then hmm. Okay. Um. Let's. Where are uh, Heckle and Jekyll? Good <laughs> <laughs> Jekyll. <laughs> you mean Milton and Bradley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben and Jerry. Tom and Jerry are. <laughs> Tom and Jerry are probably in the the like alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they seem to enjoy spending a lot of time there. Hey, why not? Have been food. In the fr- <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Buzz Coffee is. That's where I'd be. <laughs> well, you know, we don't know what uh, Pol- or do we know what Polk and, Roost- and Wooster's first names are? It could very well be Tom and Jerry. Uh, Brent, so it, it's a it's it's Brent Polk and it's actually Bertram Worcester. So, oh, oh. the poor guy. <laughs> yeah, might as well be. Well, they're mm-hmm. Jake and Elwood, as far as I'm concerned. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're not Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, so okay, I'm gonna go and uh, and they and they have the thing with them. Is that? I'm gonna yes. go and, yes. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I'm surprised you guys. I'm gonna go into the galley and see if I can find them there. They are. Okay. Um. I just wanted to let you know we did make it to uh, AA23. I'm kind of surprised you're not up here, up there with us. Yeah, we're waiting to to uh, to like get there. Let's. Shall we see? Yep, let's go. Okay, they know that. Yeah, we think uh, it looks. It's the we think. It looks like the ship might be composed of the same uh, stuff that you've got in that case there. Composed of it. Well, it's the same uh, coloring. That's why we want it bring that up there so we can compare it and see uh, just how similar it is. Was it the whole ship that seemed to be made out of the stuff or just the engines? The whole thing. Mm -hmm. Purely speculation at this point, gentlemen, of course. No way to be absolutely sure until we dock and get our full information, but Mm -hmm. we just thought it was a point of interest that you might find uh, find interesting. And you said there were lights, so some of the ship's systems are still operational. Yes. Mm. Does it look like it's a warship? Yeah. 
So lots of large, unfamiliar weaponry all over it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. Mostly recessed, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Based, based on the gash, I'd say maybe it should have found a, a different line of work. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay, so we... Uh, well, I guess there's nothing for it but to... I mean, this is not Star Trek. We don't have 12 billion different sensors to analyze the uh, chemical composition of the... Ex- well, I don't think we do anyway. That. That's what I was asking. It's my ship. I know that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't you have a ship gadget thing? <laughs> you no, I don't. <laughs> Alas. Well, what would the standard sensors be like for a ship like this? Could it analyze what something was made of, you know? Oh, probably, yeah. At, at least to a, a, a fairly basic extent. I mean, it wouldn't be able to give you the, the like, full readouts of, of precise elements and, and that, but it would be able to tell you if it was pretty much similar to, to this stuff, yeah. Okay. We, well, then and, we could do that. And, yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. it is similar, yes. Okay. Okay. Then the only other thing I suggest is that we also, uh, when we dock, to double check and make sure mm-hmm. that whatever atmosphere is on board is breathable. You know that's very good. I didn't even think about that. I was assuming that's why <laughs> that's why we keep you around, sir. Because it's true. <laughs> it, would be, it, it, may, it may provide them no end of amusement to have us all killed by a foul atmosphere sending us to AA23. I'm being reminded of that scene in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> It'd be a gruesome joke on us. <laughs> oh, that would be a short journey. Yeah. Let's find We're out doing. if they want us dead. <laughs> what are you doing? That doesn't mean I have breathable air. You don't know. That was funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to stand by by the airlock docking mechanism with Sacco and Vanzetti and uh, <laughs> wait, wait for the pressure to equalize. <laughs> All right. It does. It um, The... Um, atmospheric sensors do indicate that it is breathable up there if if the balance is a little bit more towards the nitrogen than towards oxygen then you know but it's still basically breathable so okay. breathable, breathable atmosphere Master Ronda smells only a touch like doo-doo but <laughs> possible that's okay I used to have a dog that was the same way so <laughs> Beyond the doors is another one of those of those robots. It says, "Welcome to Unit AA23. What may I do for you?" We were told to uh, to come here to find out more about uh, this, and I point to the case. Whoever is holding it, and the robot says, "That is your finger, sir." <laughs> <laughs> They are, after all, very literal. Sorry. Yes. I had to steal from Pratchett. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm. That is a very large metal case. No. Yeah. Um, right. What is that? <laughs> French horns. <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, no, what you're pointing at. No, it's the artifact. True, you jest. No, I don't, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on track. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Follow me, please. It starts heading off in a direction. Okay, who wants point? I'll go yeah. second. Polk and, yeah, Polk and like Worcester have already taken off right after this thing. So oh, okay. well, then I guess Mostly Polk, though, because he's, he, he's kind of dragging Worcester along by this point. Well, they're in the lead, so if anybody's going to get shot at first, it'll be them, so I guess we don't have to worry about anything. All right, let's go. Not that I think that's going to happen. I just... Not yet. Better to be prepared. Uh, we see anything on any of the doors we're passing that looks like um, um system? Uh, there are some strange characters of some sort on the, the walls and the doors going along. Um, uh, do you have uh, either linguistics or education? Hmm. Or academics, rather? Uh, closest thing I have to that is academics under skills. Yeah, yeah, that's what that would be. Okay, doke. So I have academics at average. Wait a minute, I'm wrong. I have academics under stunts. I have investigation and mysteries under skills at average. And I have only thing I have as far as I have scholarship law. Mm-hmm. But I don't... It doesn't sound like it's what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you don't have it in your in your, your like pyramid, obviously it hits mediocre, so go ahead and check to see if you recognize any of these. It's just him, or are we all rolling? All of you. Okay. I came up with a negative one. I came up with a negative two. Can you beat that, Eric? I came up with a negative four. Oh, you <laughs> beat it. Oh. You win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well. I'll make sure the camera takes a yeah. picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, make the cam bot roll. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't think. It just fills. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, I could always reverse them, and then I would have a positive four, but that wouldn't be ethical. The, 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 the most clever it gets is, uh, is um, artistic camera angles. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That'll do. Okay, it takes you to apparently the bridge of this ship. There are three other of these robots all working there. Nothing alive we've seen? No. What it's they funny, see? I never suspected that the Mystic Net would be so uh, research-oriented. Hmm? That is well, but part of our functions. And the other part? Why not? <laughs> we have many things to offer the universe. That's very specific. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> so they seem to be inclined to answer questions. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in a matter of okay. speaking. 
Yeah. yeah. And what what are you doing with this ship? Mostly restoration of the memory consoles. Uh, that will be the, the the portion you will be using. It's one of the most salvageable parts of this ship, actually. Uh, what what is the origins of this ship? Well, it is an ancient battleship, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. The race that built it, we believe, left this section of space many eons ago. You're saying it's older than the Mystic Net? Its position in the network should indicate that it is one of the older derelicts that we have here. So, in a way, yes. And what would uh, the relationship of... Actually, uh, this piece of debris that we have, from this particular ship, can you tell? It would be difficult to tell if it was from this specific ship. There are certain markers we may be able to use to indicate such, but it really depends. We've only ever found this one example of this type of of ship, so it would be a reasonable assumption. Yes, because the location where this debris is found may indicate the area in which the ship was damaged, if that was the case. Indeed. So it occurs to me that if you have a battleship of this sort, that must mean that they had equally potent enemies to defend against. It would also indicate that this material is some sort of armor. We already know it's unbelievably tough. Yeah. I wonder how they manipulated it, because everything we, in the collective sense, not you and I, have tried, seems to have come up come up empty. Were, were there elements in the material that the um, our, our, our corporate friends were simply unable to um, analyze? Basically, yes. So, uh, can the robots give us an uh, analysis? Oh, certainly. It starts kind of running its, its hand over the, uh, the like, sample mm-hmm. and typing into the, the like, console. And it brings up okay, this like holographic screen comes up over the wall, over the uh, console, and starts showing up the uh, the similarities between both what it's analyzing now and the general uh, makeup of the ship itself. Uh, there are a few notable differences, but it is in its main elements the same. Okay, how how do our friends look uh, at, when, at looking at this? They're, they they both just kind of look at each other with some degree of shock. Uh, Polk looks back at the screen, and if you could see, if it was possible for dollar signs to actually show up in, in his eyes, they would probably be there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I take it this is in large part what they came for, right? Um, actually, I asked them... It is something, had, you know. Yeah. Did they, I asked them if they had any further questions they wished to uh, ask the robots about. Obviously, if you have any idea how this stuff was shaped, I mean, I know most large ships 
in, in our stellar navies, and we have a a machine shop to make spare parts and that kind of thing. Surely they'd have something like that on on board this. Well, is there something the, uh, along those lines they can show us? The robot kind of says, that is a fair assumption to make. It mm. begins going over some other things, brings up a schematic of the the like, ship as it was when it was intact, mm. points out like four different sections that, that would be machine shops, one of which was, of course, taken out in that huge gash. Mm-hmm. But the other three are all still active there. Okay. You kind of stop this? If do you have a preference as to which one to go to first? Did the various shops have different purposes? Generally, no. They were just there for redundancy purposes. And I suppose the closest one that's intact will do. Very good. Uh, X4, would you mind leading them to the closest machine shop? One of the other robots working on one of the other consoles as it turns kind of nods, bows, whatever this thing has to do to kind of indicate the affirmative. Right this way. I do have uh, one more question. You said this is the only ship that you found that is made of this material? Is that that correct? Correct. And I turn to Polk and, uh, or to Starsky and Hutch, and uh, <laughs> and you said that this was this is just found all through uh, Epsilon in it just chunks all through the asteroid belt. Yes, and at that point the uh, main robot just kind of stops, but as though it's thinking momentarily, it says. The trace elements present in your sample would indicate the likelihood that it comes from an entirely separate ship. Mm. Which uh, I, leads to the question of how come no one has seen it? There's a number of reasons. It could be there and just have not been found yet. Or the debris just could be left over from something that was damaged there, or completely destroyed there. Yes, if this sample is from an entirely different ship, then the one we are standing on is Mm. the ship that was victorious in the fight. Or not. Mm. Pure conjecture, of course. I did have uh, one one query before we proceed to the machine shop. Uh, I wonder if it's possible for us to get hold of, uh, on whatever media that you have that's portable, the uh, the data that you've been able to successfully recover from from the banks of this particular ship thus far something something that we could take along with us. We would of mm. course compensate the uh, compensate the uh, mystics for uh, for any expense that might incur. Of course. Of course, we will prepare that in, that information right away. We will have it ready by the time you re- return from the machine shops. Most excellent. Thank you. Good, good. That uh, way we can look at all the data instead of just kind of picking through various, trying to think of various questions to ask. I'm actually curious as to uh, what what sort of um, uh, ran this ship. Uh, it seems sized pretty much for us, right? Mostly, yes. The, are there like chairs and whatnot on the bridge? 
Yes. And they seem to be made for humanoid shapes? Yes. Okay. They're somewhat larger than they they are somewhat larger than would be necessary for a a human. But um, but 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 yes, mostly humanoid. Okay. Well, that's one of the things I want to look at when we get the data. Is I'd like to see their photo album. <laughs> okay. That's personal, sir. No, I'm just. Being... <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully that's among the information that they successfully recovered. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so off to the fabrication room. Yes. X4 is mostly silent on the way down there. He gets there, activates the uh, door lock, it opens up, and there's a lot of various uh, machinery there. Uh, You can kind of recognize a lot of them as sort of variants on what a standard machine shop would have as far as you know, like uh, lathes and uh, various pieces to like, shape materials of of some sort. There's not a lot of physical surfaces that are used for a lot of the uh, shaping. There's a, but there are a lot of what you can recognize as energy emitters through most of, of this. But the lathe might actually use a form of energy to cut with instead of a blade? Basically, yes. Hmm. Is one of uh, is either Poker Wooster a uh, engineer? Uh, believe it or not, Wooster is. Okay, so can he identify what kind of energy emitters they are that would cut this material? Well. This looks to be pretty high energy here. Uh, what kind of energy output would this have? X4 just kind of stands there, silent. It hasn't really said anything past the few words it said by on the bridge. Hmm. Um, X4, are you authorized to answer questions pertaining to this equipment? Certainly. Let's see, where to start? Have you ever seen it used? <laughs> Certainly. So this machinery is still operational? Certainly. It steps out out of the uh, door and starts hitting buttons. Okay. <laughs> I've stepped well away from anything that looks like a machine. <laughs> yes, and I put... The doors... The doors closing. Is there something that looks like goggles? <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I think we should pass some of these around real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I take a set and, th- and uh, don them. And I'll, I'll warn camera bot to filter its input. <laughs> yeah. I have apparently just re- repeated the... Tradition, I started last session of dropping one of the dice I was using in the middle of the game. Fortunately, I've got all of my dice with me this time. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, you hear the sounds of, of, of several of the machines starting to warm up. There's very, you know, very loud hums. A lot of the uh, emitters on these things are starting to glow a very bright blue. Mm. I'm looking around to see if there is any uh, raw stock 
as in raw material blocks, uh, sheets, or bars um, that yep. were meant to be shaped into anything. Yeah. I select uh, I select a piece about the size of my arm and approach one of the machines. Okay. I'm going to set it in place and and what looks like to be the proper place for it to sit, stand, or be clamped in, and uh, examine the machine closely for a on-off switch. At that point, the e emitter heads on several of these machines start spinning. I step back. <laughs> yeah. The, the assumption is that they would have a, a particular zone in, in which they would work on one of these pieces of material or something like that. It's ignoring those particular limitations. It's aiming around everywhere. It hasn't actually started shooting anything yet. The like, safety mechanisms are apparently way off. Okay. Uh, we'll ask the robot to please shut down the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and find something to hide behind in the meantime. Your logic was impeccable, Captain. We are in grave danger. <laughs> <laughs> Highly alarmed here. No answer from the bot. What are yeah, Polk is yeah, Polk's still standing there with the with the the like metal case held up in front of him, in in between him and the this spinning thing. Worcester is just kind of looking around nervously, trying to find some kind of hiding place that hasn't been taken yet. He's apparently not having very much luck with that. Uh, and X four is not actually in the room with us. Is that correct? correct. Okay. Correct. I'm, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the door and any kind of a panel, switch, lever, photo cell, something that can get the door open. And there is a, a button panel next to the door. There is a very bright flashing red light over it. Not like the things on the machines here. It's it's uh, just a little panel that's flashing red. So I'd like to make an attempt at the button panel to uh, activate the door. All right. I'd like to create an egress. Do I need to I'd roll like to for that, or, or? <laughs> yeah? Okay. Okay, I'd like to assist him. So okay. would I, if I, if all three of us can. I think I can invoke one of my aspects here, even. First one, first one on the list knows his way around controls. <laughs> and negative three, <laughs> minus two. I rolled a negative one. Mm. Would you like to just use the uh, fade point for a straight-up re-roll? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Well, that's a little better. Negative two, uh, bringing me to a zero. Okay. I'll, I'll invoke what happens okay. if I do well, this for fade point, yes? Or is that, is okay. that, is that sufficient? That, yeah, then, then that works if you want to add oh. the like plus two to it. That'll be just sufficient to get the the uh, red turns to more of a light yellowish, and the door opens. Good. <laughs> okay. This way, gentlemen. Worcester is pretty much dashing through the uh, the now open door. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that was a close thing. The uh, and the emitter starts starts up uh, and starts carving a pretty good uh, tear through one, through one of the walls heading for you guys as you as you get the, the door. It's following open. us? 
Yeah, I'm not sure if it's really following you so much as it's just kind of because of how it's it's spinning oh, okay. around. Yeah. Uh, do do we see where the robot went? It's um, trooping down the uh, the like hallway. It has wandered off. It's not really paying attention to you. It's just okay. Uh, we'll get his attention and ask him if he, we, we've seen enough. If he would like to. Um... X4. Um, I think your foot fell off in that room. Perhaps you'd like to go take a walk in there. Sorry. I'd stop him if he headed in that direction. I was only joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about ready to... He just uh, stops, uh, looks, at, looks at you as you get his uh, attention. And uh, Did you get the information you needed? Yes. Uh, we have seen enough of that room, yes. <laughs> and we are more, more thoroughly assessed as to the density of your circuits. <laughs> No, shut that thing down. Oh, very well. It goes back over to the panel by the the outside panel by the the door hits a few things and the machines inside stop. Okay, good. That was exciting. <laughs> it it does break up the day to uh, be nearly killed by negligence. <laughs> I was about ready to see if that thing could withstand a laser blast. Negligence, yes, X, X4 says as it turns around and stalks away. <laughs> Is it heading back toward the... the it first found it? It's heading back the, the way that it, it like led you here, yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess we should follow it back, yeah? I think so. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> right, we're wandering around lost on this ship. Aimless, yeah. <laughs> Which is sort of our <laughs> standard MO, but... <laughs> well, we certainly learned something about the mystics, uh, at any rate. They, they're certainly very good at keeping, uh, keeping wrecks in position and gathering up whatever materials, gifts, or monies they can from the rest of the galaxy, but they don't, they don't care squat for the safety of their visitors. Well, he, he may not be whatever was about to happen in there would was not what we were asking him to do. Indeed so, but we had placed the safety of our lives in, 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 uh, in the hands, if you'll, if you'll pardon the expression, of a uh, little better than a walking calculator. I, I guess the other robot was his superior, perhaps. Perhaps we should um, inform him that the room is not safe for demonstration purposes. <laughs> A point of wisdom, Master Archangel. I, I quite agree. Yeah. Okay, X4 ends up turning definitely off of the, the uh, path from where he was leading you here. It is familiar territory to where you kind of know your way to the bridge from there, but he's, mm -hmm. he heads off in a different direction uh, shortly before you actually get to the bridge. I think we Without, should follow him. We can see where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Fully, cautiously. It doesn't really raise any objection to you following him, so... As far as I could tell, he had no real comprehension we were following him. Either that, or he's responding physically to the word negligence. <laughs> <laughs> the in thought crossed case, my mind. <laughs> in which case, he's either going to lead us to an example of gross negligence on board this ship, uh, current day, or from the ancient past, or he's going to get us into a hallway and break an airlock. And chuckle or, as we float past him. 
or he's going to take us to someone who, if, if he's just a more of a servant servant droid, maybe the negligence makes him take you to the equivalent of the Mystic Nets PR manager. <laughs> well, some being that could answer in uh, something a little better than. Uh, the po- then the positive and negative would certainly be a refreshing change. Right. They certainly don't talk your ear off here, do they? Certainly not. I'll be grossly disappointed <laughs> if all he's going to... <laughs> mm, well done, Master uh, Ronda. <clears throat> well, let's go see if this thing's going to go polish boots or break dishes or whatever it is it does out in this corridor. Yeah. Okay. okay it goes through a... Uh, stops at this other door. It hits the panel next to it, and the door opens. It's stepping inside that. Say it's some sort of an airlock-like room. It's it's the interior of the the ship. You all know that, but it's that is there's this bright blue glow about the entire room. Are you following it? Yes. What does the room look like? It looks very similar to the airlocks that you saw earlier that you, you saw coming on the ship earlier. But these are definitely not airlock doors. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, these are definitely in interior doors. Okay. Both in the fact that that they aren't built like airlock doors, and the fact that you know that you're nowhere near and any kind of ship exterior at all. Um, I guess. I'll ask the robot, uh, where are we going? Computer room. Okay, that's good. What could possibly be dangerous in a computer room? (laughs) Um, Killer computers. (laughs) Archie, do all all the X-units that you've seen behave like this? Uh, No, this is rather unusual for... For some of these, I mean, what it is is, well, honestly, what it is is these are just sort of temporary bodies used by the mystics. That's why they sound like they normally do. Uh, They're sort of just temporarily inhabited by whatever they are. Oh, okay. I I was assuming it was an actual robot, but it's not. I was, too. I had no idea that... uh that that was the mechanism behind all this. I thought they were artificial constructs much the same as our robots. Fascinating. No, um, apparently the mystics the, the mystics thought that uh, they would be, apparently thought that it would be easier for uh, for beings unlike them to communicate with them if they had these shells to use. Hmm. But this is rather unusual. I wonder if they're any good at linguistics. I wonder if they, they'd have been correctly able to interpret our screams as we were cut in half by those energy beams. <laughs> Hard to tell. Well, nonetheless, I suppose we could proceed and follow where this one wants to, wants to lead us this time. Mm. Well, see, go back is everybody going in? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I keep my hand on my blaster. All right. Just to be on the safe side. Wait, I'm sorry. Let me get that. Oh, that's yours. All right. That was mine. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Just, just, just it's text phone message. It's night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
it's one of those things nice. on the game before the game begins. Please silence your cell phones now. <laughs> <laughs> the taking of pictures is not permitted inside the game. <laughs> yeah. It just reminds me of all the fortuitously timed phone calls and other things through like other various podcasts. Like the M-Force game. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, my real favorite, but before we, we get back to this, was, wasn't was a phone call, actually, but it was during a, 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 a I wish I had this show in, in real life thing where James was having trouble getting his bottle of whatever it was he had open, or, or someone was, and he started saying, no, no, don't, and just at the time that a bunch of, stu- of, like, uh, of, of like dirty dishes in the, in the sink crashed over. <laughs> So it said like so someone was like smashing a a like, bottle o- open. <laughs> <laughs> we have guests break open a bottle of our best wine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that's a new twist. I I honestly uh, I I thought that the robots were just like surrogates for the mystics so that they uh, yeah. didn't have to deal with people. I had no idea that they were actually inhabiting the damn things. Yeah, he he did indicate when we saw the first one that it had kind of a, made a musical sound and then there was a kind of a translation device. Well, yeah, I, I just mean, thought that was it enough. being a robot. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I was like, okay, fair enough. It's a robot with a translator on it. That sounds weird. But, uh, wow, okay, that's cool. That's a good thing to know. Yeah. So I keep um, hearing the voice of Scotty. In my head, fool me once, shame on me. You fool me twice, shame on me. I have a feeling we're about to get into a shame on me situation. <laughs> but yeah. we shall see. We shall Archie, see. Yeah, Archie just, yeah, Archie just kind of, of like shrugs, says, "Sorry, I probably could have mentioned that earlier. I just, I'm so used to like dealing with them. Mm. It didn't really occur to me." Uh, no worries, old boy. No worries. It's good to know now. Is there anything else you feel we might want to know before we proceed any further? Well. The uh, door shuts behind you. The blue light in this room intensifies momentarily, and then the door in front of X4 opens, and it keeps going mm-hmm. inside. And it's the computer room has all these panels. You know, think something like like the computer room from 2001, and make it about three times the size. And that's kind of what you're like looking at there. I would like to point out he never actually answered. The question. Hmm? That's right. He didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I missed that. Which question? What were you going to say there, Archie? Is there something that, uh, something else <laughs> that you feel we should know? Now, this is pretty much strange to me, too. I've never actually been on one of the, the ships before. Oh. Ah, a delightful new day of discovery for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could call it that. X4. Yes. Is this computer capable of voice recognition? Yes. Will it recognize the common speech that I'm using with you right now? I don't know. Shall we find out? Indeed. Computer. <laughs> 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 okay, let's see here. <laughs> Hello, computer. Hello, computer. I don't uh, know. Fair enough. Worth a try. What the hell? Yeah, it's. It isn't responding. It 
the uh, X4 picks up a like little plastic box connected to one of the consoles with a like wire, hands it to you, and says, "Here, try this." Mm. <laughs> a microphone. How quaint. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking, looking around in the Let's computer. Use the, <laughs> <laughs> computer. computer. Uh, I, I talk into the uh, uh, the gizmo that he handed me. Computer. Some of the like lights start like blinking. The lights on the the uh, like console connected. This, this thing's connected to. Uh, this screen light, one of those uh, holographic screens comes up, and a bunch of those strange characters start zipping across the the screen there. Hmm. Display the last visual tactical representation presented to the commander of this vessel. Hmm. Okay. It shows a representation of. Uh, of like several uh, several worlds, uh, f- three of these ships and and kind of small indicates as small biologicals. Hmm. In fact, they look an awful lot. The the, the 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 icons look an awful lot like the plasma dragons, actually. Hmm. Hmm. Computer display information. Directly related to the graphic representation of the biological entities displayed on uh, uh, on screen at present. Okay, it switches to a uh, like grainy photograph of one of these things. It, it it does look a lot like one of the dragons that you got to deal with er- earlier. Uh, some a thing running uh, along the side in those strange characters is kind of scrolling upwards rapidly. Uh, about this time, Archie says, "Hey, what are you doing?" Uh, as X4 starts hitting some other buttons on one of the other consoles to the uh, side, and a bunch of like red lights in various parts of the, of the room begin flashing. Safety precaution, it says. Hmm. Isn't aware we were in any danger. <laughs> Indeed, thus far the only danger we've been placed in since we visited the ship, X4, was caused by you. Yeah. There's going to be a very dangerous fire in five, four, three... Computer. Shut down fire. (laughs) And program! Deactivate efforts of the uh, X4 unit present uh, in the vicinity. Open the pod bay doors now, damn it! (laughs) Anything happen? Uh, no, but um, as far as <laughs> trying to shut this thing down, um, see, there would it would be a ship's systems check with a bit of a penalty because nobody understands the like, language. Oh dear. Okay, so we we'll start pushing buttons, right? I have starship systems at <laughs> plus three. Okay, well you've got better than I do. Oh, that's that's handy. At least I didn't get below zero. A mm. one plus three puts me at a four. Mm. All right, yeah, that's yeah, some other uh, characters overwrite what's on the like the the screen currently. All these flashing red lights stop. X four just kind of stands there, and then pretty much the kind of lights on X four that were indicating that it was actually inhabited go out, and the suit just kind of flumps over. 
Okay, let's see if we can find our way back Elf to the bridge. Has left the building. Pretty that much. Was a time saver. <laughs> oh, why? What were you going to do? Well, we certainly would have had to do something to it otherwise. Mm. Do we still have the attention of the computer and the holographic display? <clears throat> yes. Gentlemen, I suggest that if we were to find out anything pertinent without have to, having to ask a series of 40 to 50 yes or no questions, we might as well ask the machine here while we have the capability, unless uh, the rest of you are pressing to get out. Uh, sounds like a good idea. There seems Provided to be some connection between this vessel and whoever ran it and the plasma dragons of uh, the Cornucopia Collective. Which makes me... And I'm not saying I think this, but it does raise the slight possibility at the very least. Maybe that dragon that was following us was... Maybe there was more to that than we first thought. Although I have no idea what that could be. Well, aside from the fact that we were in its general vicinity, and... Uh, and we had some of this artifact on the ship... Well, that would be it. Yes, we had some of the rubble on board. Otherwise, these little pups would be following all the other ships that ever visited the Collective off to go play with them. We I'm rather irritated that I didn't think of that when we were actually in the situation, but... Oh, well. We didn't know what we know now. Yeah. Indeed. I can't think of any immediate questions, so uh, I put the... Uh, I, I open the floor, gentlemen. Uh, I'll pass the microphone to whoever wishes to ask the computer whatever it is we may be able to find out be nice if we could ask it why unit X what was it, X4 was acting the way it was <laughs> well this that is might an ancient be... machine it might not be able to tell present-day motivations of other beings yeah I understand that um, I'm, I'm handing the uh, I'm handing the microphone over to Ivan Archangel okay okay I'll ask the computer if it can tell us um, who built this ship. It comes up with this um, schematic. Uh, it's sort of a like large, like four-armed human humans. Like, like I said, a lot of it's not really understandable because it's in that that strange language from that you you couldn't read before. But very human-like, other than the forearms going on and apparent size but that's that's kind of hard to gauge from the data that you're actually getting wait a minute wait a minute could i have the microphone for just a second please certainly computer can you trans can you show these this information in galactic standard hmm. some text comes up and or whatever i don't know what the language is the common tongue of our sector or what are yeah supposedly it's understanding the questions yeah that's what i was thinking i was like why are we trying to translate this if it understands us <laughs> it, it starts now you get the like proper characters but it's still kind of of like garbled almost like it's going into misspelled leet speak uh the, it's apparently asking something like is this right source or something like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're getting closer. <laughs> Let's see. Boy, those mystics pwned your ass. <laughs> yeah. That's about the size of it. 
Well, apparently uh, that, that, that was well thought on, Master Rondar, but apparently it's uh, offering up correct lettering in Galactic Common, uh, possibly even correct spelling for words that we don't understand. But we're certainly closer to the truth, thanks to, uh, thanks to your insight there. Does it look, from what we're seeing, does it look like it's... You said... I, I, I kind of wasn't clear on what it was showing, so if I missed something obvious, then I apologize. Is it looking like this is, like, if it's asking, is this the correct... Yes. Basically. Okay. And after you, you mentioned that it's, 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 it's getting closer, it corrects some more, and it actually starts getting it more or less right at oh, that point. Good. All right, so what is it telling us? Well, let me, let me tell oh. it that it's... Uh, that it's uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be eating this lower plane because it makes me sound old. Um, did you bring enough for everyone? I did. Here. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Mm. Hope you like jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Delicious. Proceed. Um, I say, oh, yeah, the, you, you're about 98% there. Very good. We'll correct as needed. Further query. Could you please redisplay the information on the plasma dragons that uh, from earlier in uh, in this current? Yeah, I better specify okay. so it starts... in this current language. Yeah. Okay, it starts putting the data up again. A lot of information about it about uh, what they know of its life cycle, uh, approximate damage ratings on, on, on its claws, tail, the like plasma breath that it uses, and uh, apparent allergy to the material that, that these ships are made out of. Could you uh, narrow this down and give us information that, in, that is common? T- that is common? Cross-reference plasma dragons with the element that it makes up the composition of the ship. Mm. Or cross-index or whatever. Yeah, I it's... Um, right word. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is... Uh, the plasma dragons apparently have a fairly severe allergy to it. Oh. Um, that's a- as a matter of fact, according to its records, when, when this race, apparently calling itself the Dre, first entered this sector, they in, encountered these plasma dragons. Apparently, the first couple of them that came into contact with their ships died from it, and they ended up having to fight these things ever since. Hmm. All right, I'm going to open the floor to you guys, because I've been hogging the mic here. <laughs> I would like to... Uh... I'd like to turn to Polk and Worcester and ask them, Gentlemen, have you ever been in a close combat situation and fired a weapon? Mm. Does the machine shop count? Well, that would certainly be a small taste, and uh, very recent, but that does give me a fair idea of your skills. Computer, (laughs) is there an intact armory on board, uh, housing weapons? And if so, can you display a schematic that shows us how to get to it from where we are? 
Okay, it comes up on the uh, screen, shows about eight different places where armories are or at least should be. It does have an, an indication of the damage to the, the ship, and about three of the armories are, in fact, not not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, please isolate the route to the remaining intact armory. It puts in a, a route to the like closest one. There, uh, there are, are four others which are still intact, but it it does hook you up. Oh, good. Computer, do you have control of the door, the security or locking me- mechanisms on the, the doors to those armories? This computer is disconnected from the rest of the ship's network. Fair enough. Do we smell smoke or anything? No. Okay. I merely suggest, gentlemen, that the mystics, um, that we would certainly be quite naive to assume that we haven't been observed completely and from top to bottom since we first entered since we first even approached the net, and I'm sure they know all of our activities, every question that we've asked thus far, and uh, judging by the activities of X4, they would be loath to part with information of the type that we've discovered. I would suggest that we arm ourselves a little bit better than we are, possibly making use of what's on board this ship if we can get our hands on it, and be ready for some resistance should we choose to leave. They could have just said no. That's true. I'm merely being prudent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still concerned about the big fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought we had averted that. Yeah. Had, um, had, had did we, we not? Yeah, at the um, airlock, as it were, begins cycling about this point. You mean the thing that wasn't quite an airlock that we came in on? Right, right, that one. Okay. Was it open on our side before? Uh, no, it had uh, it had closed behind you when it came when you when you all came through. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's opening now. Yeah. Uh, two of the other bots come in. Ah. Oh my! Is everybody oh, is everybody okay? There were indications on the bridge of the uh, anti-fire mechanisms being activated. We had a problem with your colleague. Uh, he seemed to be trying to put us in harm's way. Oh my! That is not good. That is not good. Um, (laughs) You could certainly ask him yourself what he meant about all that, but he seems to have parted company with us. Yes. Yes, we shall have to have. We shall have to see. We've got most of the data that you were asking for. As as he sees the uh, hologrammatic screen on the wall, that was not part of it. Very interesting. Now, this computer indicated that it is not connected to the rest of the ship's systems. That's highly unusual. Yeah. Well, we can add this information to the like, package we are giving you quite easily, now, now that we know it's actually here. That would be most excellent. I wonder if I can take Archie aside for just a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> everything I'm saying, but that's okay. Uh, I'm asking him if he knows if the mystics have factions within their uh, collective. Well, understand that I'm not around them that much to really know for sure, but it's never looked like it from what I've seen. They've always dealt with you as a unified front. Yes. Are there peculiarities in communicating with them that um, might make this a difficult 
inquiry? Um, not really. I mean, minor misunderstandings every once in a while. But mostly they seem to attune to who is asking things of them and hmm. avoid misunderstandings that way. Okay. I'll go back to the, the one that it seems to be um, very accommodating. Yes. And uh, I will ask him what his name is. Zoran. Uh, Zoran. I may, I may call you Zoran? Yes. Yes. Um, can you tell me if there are elements within the collective that disapprove of your dealings with us here? Not really. That decision was was made centuries, even millennia ago. We have seen no need to re-discuss that. Which decision is that? To deal with the to deal with biologicals and others seeking information and advice. Mm, there's a couple of different possibilities here. Well, we we certainly appreciate you wanting to be straightforward with us, and you have been most accommodating with the information we have requested. Thank you, sir. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, the, the, he has the information he collected with him. Uh, it is not here here with me. No, we have the. Uh, we were we were finishing off that information on the the like, bridge, but we can have it brought here to access these uh, these systems more easily. I don't know how long it would take to reconnect these to the main systems. Hmm. I see. They really should never have have been disconnected. That's quite unusual. Yes, I, I suggest maybe you should look into um, where your your friend has gone. Um, I would hate to think that somehow uh, the collective had been infiltrated. That is a disturbing thought. Yes. Um, what was the other question? Hmm. Either you have anything? I was uh, going to ask Mr. Pol- Mrs. Polk and Worcester if they had anything they wanted to ask the computer. M- Mr. Polk, you're a, you're a man of business, vision, forward thinking, and avarice. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps you'd, uh, you'd have a, a pertinent question or two while we have this machine's attention. I mean, you've paid for the trip, and you've come all this way, and uh, most, much of the focus is on what you hold in that case. I hand the microphone to Polk, or offer it to him, at least. Kind of looks at it. He's still holding on, on to it, but he addresses the... Um, uh, he addresses Zorin instead. says, Are you interested in material goods beyond, of course, what you make here? <laughs> Most donations are made for maintaining what what remains of these various ships and gathering information and of and the maintenance of the docking facilities. Other than that, material goods are meaningless to us. I suppose the ah. corporations have already made an arrangement along those lines, since it's their inquiry. Corporations, governments. Well, I mean, our our two friends that we brought along with us. Oh, yes, yes. Do you know what this information would be worth? As he's pointing toward the big screen with the dragons and all that. 
Oh, I'm sure it is of some great anthropological and biological interest. Right, thought so. So just go ahead and uh, package that uh, information up, and we'll be on our our way. Oh, I remember. Uh, how many <laughs> copies of the information are they going to be giving us? Well, they'll, they'll be giving you one data capsule, and then you can pretty much copy that as you need to. Okay, I'm going to suggest um, that Captain Rundar take possession of that. Is that oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is that's without question. Okay. I can't think of any other questions I have right now for them. Yeah, they're already going to be giving us the information on the rubble, so... Right, mm -hmm. and we really won't know any details until that's analyzed. Except we do know that uh, the dragons are allergic to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hardly think it's a... I've got an idea, too, I'll talk to you about later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may be on similar uh, pages here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess when they're finished downloading, we'll be about finished here, then. Okay, they get that done pretty, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And... Many apologies for your various difficulties here, sirs. We're still looking into what may have happened there. Good. I, I, pre I appreciate your being straightforward with us on yes. this. Yes. In truth, we have still not figured out exactly where X4 has wandered off to. That is very distressing to us. Understandable. It's a little distressing to us, too. <laughs> Yes, it, it would be quite alarming to uh, to depart company and uh, find ourselves heading back towards uh, Beta Epsilon and find that uh, f find that the bugger had taken up residence in our coffee maker, <laughs> or worse. The best part of waking up is X four in your cup. <laughs> oh God! Oh! Oh! <laughs> We've secretly replaced X4 with Folgers crystals. Let's see if anybody notices. <laughs> we were carrying an awful lot of coffee. That would make me very curious to see who Mrs. Olsen ended up being in this scenario. Oh, dear. <laughs> that, that, dates, that dates me a bit, I guess. Anyway. Yes, if, if we find that... Um, if we find that X4 is stowed away aboard the Starhawk, we'll, um, oh, Sparrowhawk, so sorry. We'll, mm. uh, if we survive, we'll, uh, we'll be sure <laughs> to let you know. Mm -hmm. Very I good. Very I do apologize, gentlemen. I, I so often think along those lines. Mm -hmm. Well, we're still alive, so it works. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> the evening's still young. I speak into the little handheld microphone before placing it back and in, 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 uh, let letting its cord retract or whatever. Thank you, computer. And uh, you're put welcome. The thing, put the thing <laughs> down. <clears throat> you're welcome. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> it learns have, fast. <laughs> have this parting cocoa. Share and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I have enjoyed being your computer for this session. Please come.
<laughs> it is our pleasure to serve you and uh, and and have the satisfaction of a job well done. <laughs> quick side note, really quick, some, something fascinating that I have found out uh, apparently uh, mm. last night. The uh, podcast Cool Shite on the the uh, the light tube. They do a, a lot of reviews of movies and TV shows and that kind of thing. They started doing a soundtrack thing where they'll play the songs from various soundtracks and that and and like do commentary over them about you know where they came from that apparently the theme to hitchhiker's guide to the the galaxy was done by the eagles i don't remember the name of the song off the top of my head yeah uh, yeah the sorcerer's journey the sorcerer's journey okay yeah but the you know the you know the is apparently and yeah from the the tv series and the the like radio show and all that that's apparently by the eagles yep wow it's Damn. long too. It's like seven minutes long. Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> anyway, I know a new thing now. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> getting back to the are, are are you getting back to the ship at at this point, or is there anything else you wanted to check out while you were here? I've gone brain dead as to what else I could be yeah. doing I'm, here. I thought we were going to have to fight our way out, but good. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> it was as happy kind of not close to. once in a while there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as happy not to. Uh, what else? Is, what, is it, what anybody else wants to do is fine with me. Yeah, he managed were, to disappear just as we finally came to the conclusion not to follow him around anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were almost diced in the machine shop by those, by those high energy beams, and then you almost ended up essentially in the, the middle of a, a huge halon dump. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So it's been interesting. It has been that, yes. We uh, specialize in the unusual. Yeah. The interesting. Yeah. And that the downright over. dangerous. That's right. <laughs> now that's a shirt. I specialize in the unusual, the interesting, and the downright dangerous. Yes. <laughs> there's there's a there's a slogan in there somewhere just waiting to be utilized. All right, so are you heading back to the ship at, at this point? Yeah, yeah, you're heading back to, yep. to the ship, right? Okay. Okay, you're getting the navigation data fed to you. And while that's uploading, uh, you get a call from inside the ship. Mm-hmm. It's Zoran. He says, oh, we did locate X4, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. He was apparently displaced. Oh, He's rather boy. distressed about it. What does displaced mean? It means someone else was using... Well, I'm going to shut up now. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Before he left. Okay, gotcha. Yes. I'm not really sure why we didn't notice. It's very, very unusual. He must be a really boring person. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't talk a lot. Keeps to himself. Yeah. Yes, well, I, I hope you can get your security measures straightened out. This is oh, most distressing. you got to worry about. Yeah. Indeed. You should, but I wanted to warn you of, of that in case your little jest earlier about possessed coffee makers it proved but, to be not so much of a jest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, boy. Well, do be sure. Which is almost, but not entirely, unlike tea, just took on a whole new sinister meaning. 
Uh, well, Zoran, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you very, very much for the information. Do be sure to keep an eye on X4 and make sure that he make sure that he's sitting comfortably in his room, polishing his Hummel figurines. And as soon as he stops doing that, then you know that something's up. We'll uh, we'll certainly keep our eyes open on board the Sparrowhawk. Yes. <laughs> our eyes are on the Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you any uh, have you any advice as to uh, what we might actually do about it? Should we discover that uh, whatever entity that took over X4 has in fact inhabited some portion or element of the ship? Is there a way to uh, get rid of them? Degaussing, uh, electromagnetic pulse, something like that? Oh, shutting the devices down should prevent him from continuing to use them. Well, that's lovely unless he gets into the engine or the ship's computer. Or the yeah. weapons. Well, you know. Hmm. Lovely. Oh dear. And on that note, I need to take a quick break. Ah. All right. I'll be right back. No worries. Here I was thinking I might actually get this wrapped up this time, and I'm just digging deeper and deeper. Wow. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many of this we'll be able to unravel. <laughs> This, uh, the complexity level on this has gone up, and I'm I'm liking it oh. a lot. <laughs> it turned into a Chinese tile puzzle now. I don't know how much of it is that, or just that I'm not really doing a good job in getting s- some things through that I'm ho- that I was hoping to. I don't know. It's you're channeling Robert Jordan. Ah, uh, <laughs> I only meant for it to be this long, but it's going to be this long now. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we were wrapping up that plot line, but look, we've got all these other ones now. <laughs> I keep thinking there was something that I should have asked. This is going to be another one of those situations where for the rest of the week I'm going to be thinking, oh, you should have asked the computer this. Mm. Or you should have asked the computer to show you a picture of this. What's the matter with you? Well, no, well, no the whole thing from what I mentioned last time was the whole um, allergy to the uh, to the, the like, stuff. I am back. And that considering, never... considering how it treated our ship, I could see where that might be a problem. Well, I'm sorry. What What is the... what What... <laughs> oh, the, the, the dragons that they like—they like coming along and snuggling with the ship. And if big since that would cause them a big problem. Well, that was the weird thing. It didn't seem like it had any kind of adverse. Although it wasn't. Well, that was our ship. Direct. It's yeah, that yeah, metal we, that they're allergic to. Yeah, may I guess they couldn't get it. Wasn't direct contact because it was on the ship. Oh yeah. So, yeah, it was in a ship, uh, in a case, sealed with wax under the pipes behind a sign that said, "Beware of the leopard." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, exactly, apparently they, they, it's 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 obvious that they can detect where it is. They have they're attracted to it, but they're deadly allergic to oh, it. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it might they might just. Oh, I see what you're saying because they've never done that before. So there might be something in it that attracts them. Or at least they know where it is and, and are attracted to it in some way, or the young ones are and don't know any better, or some such. But if that were the case, then they'd be swarming all over those asteroids. Maybe they haven't been close enough to them to notice it. It's a mystery. And I don't like mysteries. They give me a bellyache, and I got a beauty, beauty right, right now. now. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, God. where's that from? <laughs> Are we sad? Are we sad or what? <laughs> uh, that is from, and I 
I don't know, maybe I'm just teasing, but I find that to be a great line. Um, <laughs> yes, that's a good one. That is uh, from Star Trek, the original series, uh, the episode Man Trap. Yeah. Okay, got it. I remember now. Sh- Shatner free pot belly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. That was one of those uncharacteristic rants they inserted in there. <laughs> okay. So well, we got one of those now we've got one of those the thing situations. Yeah. Right. Applied uh, to a ship. Do you want to go ahead and make some copies of that real quick and give one to each of the um uh, the guys? Yeah. Okay, good. And um while we can discuss it when they can't hear us, I'm going to suggest that you make a redundant copy and store it where it can't be found. Just in case. I was even thinking of giving them a fake copy of the one that we have, because I don't know if I trust these guys, or at least one of them, any further than I can throw him. I, the only thing I'd really be concerned about is if one of them tried to eliminate all the other copies. Indeed, I'm of the same mind as Master Archangel. I think so long as we all have the information, then it uh, it wouldn't be of much concern as to whether they whether they have it as well. Well, here's the problem: if um, nuts and bolts has gotten himself into our computer, and we go to make copies of it. Um, and he's not necessarily a scrupulous non-entity, then uh, that could be a bit of a problem. He would have the information whether we wanted him to have it or not, although he already had access to it. so True, but it could, he could replace it with ancient episodes of Barney, for all we knew. Yeah. <laughs> I think, gentlemen, it might be time to consider a complete shutdown of the Sparrowhawk with uh, a remote shutdown, with us not on board, life supports, all energy systems, everything that has to do with the ship. Make sure it's how not we, tested. Yeah, but how do, we, how do we know for sure that it's in the ship? We don't. That's the difficulty. I mean, you've got a camera bot. Yeah, but I, it can't detect energy creatures. Can it detect if it itself is infested? Where could this being go? Anywhere. Even if we were to procure an entirely different ship and try to start back in that, it could end up in that one. Even if we were to clean the Sparrowhawk completely, shutting it down, emptying it of all energies and, and atmosphere, and then start it up again, it could simply re-inhabit it. For all I know, it could be hiding in your wristwatch. Now I understand why people have such a difficulty in, uh, in visiting the mystic net. <laughs> it's difficult to escape from it. <laughs> I think Archie would have heard if this is the sort of difficulty people tend to have. <laughs> yeah, I think this is our own they, special brand. They do sometimes find them hard to understand, but mm-hmm. no, it's usually nothing like this. You know, it's they're usually not randomly homicidal. Usually not. <laughs> <laughs> this implies they've been this way before. Well, I have a feeling. Well, well, naturally, I can, I can only speak for the time that I've been here, but I've never seen it happen. <laughs> I hope you'll not be surprised uh, to learn that I find no comfort in this information whatsoever. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I'm right yeah. there with you. From what I've discovered, the danger in the past could have resulted from miscommunication. Just like, as you said, because they didn't quite understand what people were asking them and didn't know that 
certain interpretations could be dangerous. But uh, perhaps they're learning. Nature, after all, are you the first one, or was there a predecessor? There, there, there have been ones before me. Yeah, I mean, like I said, these, the net's been here for centuries. Ah, uh, okay, I see. And um, has anything unfortunate ever happened to a predecessor? No. Okay. Well, there's a so, time for everything, so I'd watch your back. Yes. Hmm. Well, let's see. I we can't just be completely paranoid. I mean, we could, but I we could. That <laughs> wouldn't be conducive to uh, any real solution. Indeed, we we can't remain deadlocked in the mystery and. Uh not proceed in any direction. We s simply have to uh, carry on and take things as they come, I imagine. I would recommend simply making the copies that you had planned on making, uh, getting aboard the Sparrowhawk and taking things as they come, perhaps. Yep. Because you're right, even if we reboot the whole thing, for lack of a better term, we can't... I don't know if it ha We don't know anything about these uh, <laughs> creatures. Hmm. These creatures. <laughs> These. <laughs> These. Things. X4. <laughs> Compute pi to the last digit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that my ship, I, and I would like to be able to get home, so we aren't doing that. <laughs> I, uh, indeed. Uh, we, we shall proceed uh, We shall proceed as you think best, Master Ronda. Uh, I, I, I can't think of a solution to this. I really can't. Oh, I think I think you're right. The best thing we can do is just, uh, unless we can go into the computer real quick before we leave and find out any, any information about these, but we don't know what they're called. We don't know what they, I mean, we know it's the Mystic Net, but we don't even know if it's, we don't even know what this entity is that's, that's I mean, it may not even be the same. What I'm saying in a less than articulate manner is there may be more than one kind of uh, species that, does this kind of the machine hopping thing? So we don't even know what we what we would look for if we wanted to try and get information about it in the first place. I wonder if perhaps we're trying to reinvent the wheel that's already been invented thousands of years ago. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. Look at it this way: it's the worst case scenario, best. Sorry, let me begin with the best case. I am so often so negative. Best case scenario is we make our copies, the businessmen get theirs, we keep ours for the news purposes, of course, for Master Archangel, uh, our particular curios for ourselves. Um, everyone's happy, we fly back to Beta Epsilon, and things proceed as business will take it, and we move on to our next uh, points of interest. That's best case scenario. Worst case, worst case, of course, is... Um, uh, the entity that displaced the actual X4 has, in fact, inhabited the ship, has gotten into the computer systems or some system, shuts down our life support and flies us into the nearest star, with us being helpless to do anything about it except perhaps shoot ourselves out the airlock. The well, actually, no, the worst-case scenario would be if it decides to uh, destroy the ship just with a big boom. Oh, wonderful. I hadn't thought of that one. <laughs> That's so much more colorful. Well done. <laughs> Another possibility would be to seek the wheel that's already been invented. We have agents, we have um, agents and agencies 
organizations. We have police, gentlemen. Don't the mystics themselves have some form of uh, of uh, self-governing, some some form of self-enforcement in terms of law, right, wrong? Wouldn't they be best equipped to handle something like a, a rogue entity that takes over things and know how to deal with it? Archie, do you suppose there's any one member or group of members in the, in, in the mystic net that uh, uh, as a body would be able to point us in the right direction or put competent personnel onto the problem so that we wouldn't have to solve it? Well, it does kind of make sense, but I've never really run into any kind of authority like that before. This sounds like a job for the Star Patrol. Hey, yes. there we go. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> they're, good Again? At, they're good at polishing shiny rain. <laughs> they're good at polishing shiny ray guns and marching in step, but uh, well, they couldn't hurt. <laughs> I don't know, gentlemen. Would you like to? Uh, d- d- lay over at uh, one of the stations and, and partake of whatever they have to offer as far as accommodations go and 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 see if Master uh, Renfield can You mean like, a, like quarantining the ship and having a hostile alien inspection? Possibility? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't know. All I know is we are completely we're taking a complete chance in attempting to leave uh, the Mystic Net with an unknown, possible unknown aboard, when uh, there could in fact be people, for lack of a better word, that know how to deal with such a thing. Hmm. Okay, first let's do the obvious. I'm going to run a ship diagnostic and make sure that... uh, I have a feeling I know what it's going to be, but just to be thorough. And if it turns up anything, you can have the computer try to calculate pi to the last digit. Exactly. (laughs) Indeed. Because we steal from the best, by God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so we run our own di- diagnostic then. Okay. <clears throat> Have you actually taken off from the ship yet, or are you doing this be- 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 before. Be- before you actually detach? If, if Archie is still with us, then we haven't detached yet, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Archie would, would, would be with you until you, you got back to the outer stations. So. Oh, I see what you're saying. He, so he, 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 he would be with you either way. Right. Mm. So I guess the question is, did we detach from the uh, yellow wreck yet? Correct. Yes. Okay. Alrighty. Alright. You're you're on your way out to the outer station, and the diagnostic is going clean, going clean. The screen fuzzes momentarily. Mm Mm-hmm. The diagnostic keeps on going with a few little things here and, and there. The screen fuzzes again. It goes completely fuzzed, and it's like, Oh dear, pardon me. Uh, this is Zorin. I've been displaced. You should get out of the way as quickly as you can. Get out, out of, of the way of way? what? <laughs> <laughs> What's what? moving toward us? <laughs> Apparently, among the things that whoever had taken X4's place had done was reworking the FTL drive on the old, on the the wreck you just left. I would get out of the way. Oh hell! Oh. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, evasive action. Ding 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 ding. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm manning sub controls, picking a direction, and waiting for the captain to say floor it. <laughs> floor it. Some direction, not directly in front of it, and not directly that behind. That away. Out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, Zoran starts kind of putting in navigation suggestions to the system. He he doesn't actually put them in. He just kind of puts the option up and has the uh, the like verification up for you to do something with. <clears throat> they look good. Well, uh, let's evade this oncoming thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, I... sensors detect this large moon-sized thing coming up from lower in the... That's no moon, field. it's a damn ship. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, picture out, out, outside the, the front view of the, the Sparrowhawk flying out and then starting to veer off to one side as this big yellow wrecked spheroid starts pummeling its, its way through all, all, all of these other wrecked ships as it's flying its way out of the core of the net. Egad. That's not good. You think? <laughs> I just made a piloting roll, and it is. I got a uh, superb. Just for the record, in case oh, you needed slick. one. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you one. get out of the um, the uh, way handily enough. Uh, you've got a good length between you and this ship as it goes past. It looks like it's. It's struggling to keep going straight with the the like missing engine. It's 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 trying not to just wildly spin, and it's it's not taking appreciable damage from all of these various smaller wrecks that it's kind of tearing through here. <sighs> Master Randa, I apologize. <laughs> for this is in fact a job for the space patrol. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should contact them now, in fact, if this is leaving the system. Indeed. Tell them uh, Tell them it might be prudent to rendezvous with the Cornucopia Collective. Yes. And I'm just going to say, so somebody's said it, there is absolutely no point in trying to shoot this thing down because we, well, actually, did we? We fired, uh, well, I don't even have the best weaponry. I have beam weapons on this, so. It's so huge, and you'd have to disable yeah. its engines or something. Yeah, and it's got yeah. that stuff all over it. Oh and yeah, they've, and they've tested it on with laser with um, plasma or beam. I would suggest that the uh, the best we could do against a vessel that size with our capabilities would be the galactic equivalent of flinging a, a wad of wet toilet paper at a battleship. Yeah, it is the uh, equivalent size, basically in the the size scales here, where where you, where your ship is a size three, this and the plasma dragons were a size six. This is a, this is a seven. Oh, yeah. Well, if we can oh. find a slingshot. <laughs> are, are either um, Polk or Wooster acting um, out of character at the moment? Uh, they're both in the like galley, kind of uh, Polk animatedly talking to to like Wooster. They're not really. Um, are you turning on the like sound in their area? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, Bertie. It was a a rough ride there, but within on these ships, it always is. But look, think of the possibilities. We'll have the information. Our corporations can gather the materials, drive those dragons off, and then drive the Elephantine Corporation away from those pods. And Pan Galactic can take over, give Beta Core our particular kickbacks for helping. There's all kinds of money to be made there, man. Folks going on on his little tirade like like that right 
Yeah, that was one of the things I was thinking about. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, they're fine for the moment then. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> Well, I yeah. mostly I wanted to do- see if if one of them was at all, um, I guess, aware of what was happening up here. <laughs> not really. Okay. It's not really. <laughs> but if we keep making these piloting rules, they're going to be made aware real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zorin. So, yeah. Zorin speaking. There may be some turbulence up ahead. Please make sure your seatbelts are fastened. <laughs> <laughs> Please stand away from the coffee machine and other any other hot objects. <laughs> okay, now watch this. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> hey guys, watch this. Let me see if I can barrel roll it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can do this. I saw it in a cartoon once. <laughs> I did this in a video game. I think I can do it in in real life. How hard can it be? Captain Ronda. Yes. I have a very reluctant. Recommendation. I find that as I'm saying it, I I wish that I hadn't. <laughs> I I wonder if the Sparrowhawk can match the speed of that ship that just barreled out of the uh, barreled out of the net. Come well, by God, we try. Follow it, you mean? Doran. Uh, better than follow it. Uh, better, better than follow it, Master Archangel. Um, someone's got to get back on board it and regain control of it. Yeah. Zoran um, in, uh, steps, well, steps into the conversation here and says, I must depart soon and see, and see after my fellows who were also di- displaced from that ship. But I did find, we did find out a few things before we were ejected in that way. Apparently, all of the repaired systems I mentioned were connected to the systems that the uh, false X-4 were, was working on. And uh, apparently there was a course laid in to intercept something called a Planck's Revenge. Are you familiar with this? Oh, crap. Good gracious. Um, if we get you close enough to the ship, can you regain control of it? It would be difficult. It's The thing is, with its engines active again, it would be... Well, no active ship has been able to be drawn involuntarily. Do you have any idea of the nature of whatever it was that displaced you? It was strong mental force, but not of here. Not of now. Very strange. How would pirates have allied themselves with something like that? I don't know, but uh, I'm thinking we need to get we need to follow it, yeah, and get to the plank's revenge and find out. Okay, I'm in full agreement, uh, Captain. I think Archie's along for the ride then. Archie, strap in. We're in business. Very well, very well. And for for what it's worth, put him on the radio to. Um, yes. Rondar, a fate point, if I can find it where I drop the chip on the floor here. There we go. <laughs> something about, odd about his, his comment, you know, something not of now. Yeah. Mm. Ah, I wondered about that. 
Methinks the time gypsies may be uh, rearing their ugly heads again. Not those guys. I hate those guys. I do, too. I will take the fate point. All right. Be- before he actually leaves, Zoran mentions, if you can do anything to to disable the engines on that ship, we can take care of the rest. All right. Well, that's excellent. excellent. Much obliged, still- Master Zoran. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Captain. Proceed. The- are we still uh, along? Are we still following the the ship? Yeah, the like, screen unfuzzes, and the uh, diagnostic finishes up with like, oh. 1,024 errors on it. <laughs> oh, hell. You have to run your virus program. <laughs> or And the McAfee logo comes up. It's great. <laughs> Norton System Diagnostics. Oh, oh God. Oh, Give us my. You recommend you defrag your system. Give us back domestic. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I suppose we can try and see if the weapons will slow it down or damage the engines. Assuming they'll work at all, given the diagnostic situation. Yeah, oh, well, we'll see. That's got to be the most fragile part of uh, virtually invulnerable ship. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have starship engineering. Would that work toward uh, seeing if there's any, I mean... All joking aside could... about the virus scanner, would that be of any use in trying to... Uh, or would that be more of a Starship Systems thing? It would depend on exactly what approach you were you were taking with it. I mean, if it, if it was some of the connective systems, it would be Starship Systems. If it was dealing with the engine, the engine system themselves in some way, then that would go into engineering. Millennium Falcon never had to deal with this. Um, <laughs> well, let's worry about the getting the disabling the ship first, and uh, then I'll start seeing about whether I need to rip out some wires or splice some things. Let's. Tr- I'm gonna try and target the ship's engines with my. I think I just have beam weapons because this is more of a transportation ship than a. Yeah. You know, one thing that I will note right now is the scales in, involved here. You're probably not going to be able to do a lot unless you can get some um, s- some particular uh, aspects put on this thing. Okay. It's it's just that big. Mm. Well, then the engine should be pretty easy to find. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the ones see. that it like, still has. Right. Captain? Yes, sir. I wonder if I might suggest an alternative strategy should your first impulse, which I by all means recommend you attempting, uh, should that not work? If you're going to suggest ramming them with our ship, I'm going to respectfully say, are you insane? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you'd be quite right to ask such a question, because (laughs) that would be quite an insane thing to do. (laughs) Uh, no, um, I'd suggest that if the most industrialized company in the galaxy couldn't successfully work this material with whatever tools, energies, beams, lasers, cutters uh, uh, that they had at their disposal, that uh, a ship's weaponry 
might not have quite so much an effect as we desire on the. I audience. agree. I'm I'm thinking it's a formality to even try, but I'm open to suggestions as to what else to attempt. We do know um, one other force in this general vicinity of the galaxy that might prove inconvenient to a vessel of this size. Yes, but they're five would, days away. And uh, indeed, I'm wondering if possibly we could make use of this sample of the rubble that we have on board by placing it at the end of the tether that we made use of before and flying through the Cornucopia Collective, uh, gathering the attention of as many of these plasma dragons as possible, <laughs> and perhaps give the Planck's Revenge a rendezvous that they didn't quite expect, along with this big yellow egg that seems to be bent on, it seems to be bent on so much destruction. You know what? I like that this plan. That is a brilliant idea. I agree. It makes for better Cambot material. <laughs> Our other alternative, of course, is to um, somehow get on board the ship uh, while we're in parallel with it. I don't know whether how successful. Uh, what do you expect us to do? Scramble our atoms and re reform them on the ship? Oh, really, Captain? What is this science fiction? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, there of course would be the remote, uh, the remote possibility of uh, putting on an environmental suit yeah. and somehow making our way over to the other ship to get inside and deactivate it that way. But well, no, I, I don't have high hopes of something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's the making our way onto the other ship that is the the uh, interesting risky. part of that that scenario. Uh, well, let's go with your. I like your original idea with the um, putting the artifact out for all to see. Because mm -hmm. I'm hanging behind me magnetic mines. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. that, that, yeah, that would be the best case scenario. Worst case would uh, would be we'd uh, end up with that same puppy having to <laughs> having a field day with us and being a little pipsqueak dragon against this giant thing. But we can only we can only find out. I would also recommend not informing uh, Polk or Worcester of what the plan is because they may take great umbrage at such a practice. Yes, the only other concern I have is do we these this artifact is deadly to the to the dragons. I believe only if they come in physical contact with it. Okay, so I thought that was the idea. We put it outside the ship and let them. Oh, come was that part of the was that part of the problem before that it's deadly to them, but it also attracts them? I'm wondering. It's like a moth, like a flame to a moth. It, yeah, but the, the question is, does it actually attract them? That's the thing. Well, oh, the baby dragon so attached to our attracted to our ship when they don't exhibit that sort of behavior normally. Normally. It is me, after all. I mean... Yeah. That could explain it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. No. Dogs, it's cats, right. they just can't leave me alone. That's they follow me everywhere. Magnetic personality, you just have to peel them off. It, it, is, going on, it is going on a, a very wide assumption, of course, Captain, but uh, it's the only thing I can think of. I mean, yeah, face I it, our, our weaponry is no match for this behemoth that's flying ahead of us, and... Uh, Do we know... Quite do we need to get away from the plank's revenge. Yeah. Do we know if uh, plasma dragons have any other sort of way to attack something besides tooth and claw? You know. Well, they shoot plasma. Do yes. they? Oh, yes. okay. So, because it said that when when they had inadvertently 
some uh, ages ago, they got into a war with the plasma dragons. Mm-hmm. So it's possible they might remember how to fight these things. So that's where I, I think that first plan is a good one. You have hit the nail on the head, Master Archangel. Indeed, that's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping. And you're right. That would make spectacular film. <laughs> or we could fly past the Cornucopia Collective like an anglerfish dangling this uh, material out and mm-hmm. uh, find that nothing pays us any attention whatsoever and uh, we end up looking like dorks. Yeah. But we well, shall see. Well, either way, we will find out next session, probably. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like it's like 5 to 7 now. No, 5 to 10 in your face. Right. Oh, very cool. Wow. Yeah, this is exciting. I like where this yeah. is going. Yeah. Cool. Did it get... I was worried for a, a, a like bit there, because like I said, it's it like it, I just kept on adding on and adding on. and. Ah. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's Half all right. The time I don't want to mention what I'm thinking about because I don't want to give you nasty ideas. Uh, you know, the first time when you said you know large spheroid ship the size of a moon, the first thing that came up in my head was berserkers. <laughs> and what do you know? Well, intruder alert! Intruder alert! Uh-huh. I have never actually read any of those books. I have a couple of the, of, the, of the the books floating around in my to read pile, but I do own the like board game. Ah, too, yeah, so it's like, yeah. you know, if it had started spouting ro- killer robots at us, and the only way to take it out was to actually kamikaze your ships into it, you know, yeah. several at a time in order to reach its core, right? <laughs> that would be bad. Like this isn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. In the, in the like Chinese way, you know the in the uh, oh god oh god we're all gonna die way. <laughs> we yeah. live in interesting times. Yes, <laughs> this exactly. is either going to work or it's going to kill us all. <laughs> but isn't that half the fun? That's right. Getting and there how, is half the fun. How is this really different from any other time? That's right. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, this is cool. That and was then, excellent. Now we gotta wait two damn weeks to. <laughs> yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Yeah, two weeks we're now. back to two weeks, are we not? Yeah, and I've got, I mean, it's just, and it's probably a good thing is i got so much stuff on my plate as it is that it's just, ah, uh. I mean, <laughs> it's just wow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, well, this was a really fun game tonight. It yep. was, it was excellent. It was I am... You have no idea how glad I am to actually hear you say that because I'm. Because how is there going through that? Like, uh, is this working? Is this working? Maybe this is working. (laughs) (laughs) You got to look at it this way, Mark. All you did was what you did was you you had the ball of yarn, and And you just laid one end of it out to three kittens, (laughs) (laughs) and they built themselves a little labyrinth of whatever. Just went wow wow wow. Well, and for a while, I, w- I was getting a little frustrated because I'm thinking, where is this going? And I thought, we must be missing something huge. <laughs> because I kept thinking everything, for a while, it seemed like everything we tried was like hitting a brick wall. Uh, he was and just waiting finally... for us to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was trying to like, to like make it obvious that, the, that X4 was being obviously homicidal toward you. But it was... Got that. Yeah, <laughs> we're fairly nonchalant of, about that, actually. So, 
Yeah, let's, let's, the first uh, one was an honest to me, but I didn't know really what to do about it because he wasn't exactly the most responsive. So, and I thought, well, maybe it's just a malfunction or something. Yeah, we. I, I was just putting it down to just robot blockhead <laughs> stupidity. Yeah, that's and. Uh, <laughs> It turned out is like let's blindly follow this entity that has already once tried to kill us. <laughs> there was the fact that it it was responding so differently from the other ones that that you had you had encountered so far. Yeah. On top of all all the other stuff, and, and you know, again, it's one of those things. It's 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 like, am I really making this clear enough? You know, that's yeah. Whatever. It's yeah. It became clear when it tried to kill us the second time. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> The penny, fi- the penny finally dropped for us at that yeah. point. I, I was thinking they had some sort of caste system, and some of them were just smarter than others. Yeah, you know? that's what I was thinking as well. Oh, whatever. Yeah, well, and then there was the, a major fire will, will be breaking out in five, four, three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And no one, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, we've been invited to a fire. Yes. <laughs> Dress optional. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept waiting for the big, you know, once he said that, and nothing happened. Well, you all managed to get the, the, uh, the like, Halon system shut down before it actually started dropping, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. K. <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. For some reason, I was thinking the room was just going to burst into fire. Yeah, in a five-second countdown, options are limited. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you extremely much again. Uh, Most excellent game tonight. And uh, I guess we're good for the 18th. Did I I read that right? Should be, yeah. I mean, be after St. Patrick's Day. Next week is the 11th week after that. Yes, Wednesday the 18th, unless uh, something changes drastically. Outstanding. Cool. Cool. Gentlemen, have an excellent rest of the evening. You uh, you too, sir. Very much again. You too, and good night. Good night. Take it easy, then. Thanks, everyone. Yep, thanks. All right, bye-bye. Well, now... Dangers surely have multiplied, and the level of intricacy for this story has increased as well. Much is yet to be discovered, and many risks are left to take before the menace now threatening the galaxy is defeated. Find out the final outcome in Gutterskypes episode 13. Until then, thanks again, and see you then.